party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It's Wednesday hump day. Uh, favorite person, Kayla. Let's love Brandon Ace, as we like to call him. By the way, your uh, nickname is not Ace. It's Ace, as we like to call him. <laughs> All right. I like it. It's like the, the artist formerly known as Prince. It's a Bingo. full sentence. Where you, before long, you'll just be a symbol. <laughs> you'll just be a symbol. And, of course, uh, Super Chris Cruz. We're not sure what his superpower is yet. I rewrote the theme song for the show. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to work on that and play with it a little bit and see. But I think it's better than the intro for the Chad Brather show. I think so. I'm excited. This year I'm going, we get to go back to Ireland. Uh, y'all should go with me. Uh, yeah, we're taking, we take a bunch, every year we go over there. We, normally we did our red, red dirt pub crawl in Ireland for a week. And uh, we always take veterans over there. And I know you are. Uh, we we take we take a handful of veterans over there, and then we do it. We treat it like a songwriting retreat. So every quote unquote musician, artist, whatever that goes on the trip is paired up with a veteran, and we write a song. We help them write the song. They're musicians. The veterans are. And uh, then at the end of the trip, they get to perform it at one of the historic theaters there in in uh, in uh, Kilkenny, Ireland. So anyway, we're doing that end of August, September, and stuff like that. I wrote this song, this particular song that's just on my heart. I wrote this in Ireland while I... I love going to Ireland because it's like the airport. Nobody judges you when you're drunk at 7 a.m. And so the Irish pub song, this was... I wrote this right about the time they gave uh, Woman of the Year to Bruce Jenner. And I put it on my album, Y'all Shut Up, which a lot of people still haven't heard, but uh, it goes... And I kind of... It came out like an Irish pub song. There's 27,000 genders, I don't know how to pick one. Is that boy my daughter? Is she really just my son? Well, I might as well just surrender. The world, it's come undone. Go and see your doctor, you can be anyone. If Caitlyn Jenner goes missing, we'll pull out that carafe and put her manly picture on a bottle of half and half. <laughs> see what I did there, see what I did? If you're kissing on a woman and you go hands down and find an Irish sausage, she's a man in an evening gown. Have a pint and find a tall lass, don't let your heart be fooled. If there's shamrocks on her fine ass, she's a fella that's been untooled. There's 27,000 genders and I don't know how to pick one. Is that boy my daughter? Is she really just my son? Well, I might as well just surrender. The world, it's come undone. Go and see your doctor. RuPaul is a man. Oh, yeah. It's RuPaul is a man. It's a freaking man. Yeah, I, uh, I love that song. I love that song. Filled with so much hate and vitriol and phobia. <laughs> man, people are fired up on the internet. Oh, they get so mad at you, dude. Well, you know, you make jokes. I issued an apology this morning. I issued an apology. I apologize for them being little bitches. And I apologize that their father didn't beat them enough. And I apologize that when Geppetto was carving their little puppet ass out of wood, that he didn't use a tougher wood, you know? <laughs> Uh, and then people came at me, and they're like, oh, didn't you used to be a Christian podcaster? No, they, they shoot that one right over there. That's over on Ali Stuckey's set. 
right over here. I, we're just we just podcast over here. We say what. I, we just podcast here. We don't come with a label. I, I mean, I'm not saying Allie does too. It does, but it was, she does. You know, she does. Everybody knows what they're getting, and everybody kind of knows what they're getting here. It's just going to be a free-for-all. We're going to have fun. We're going to sing a song about transgenders, and uh, we're going to make fun of Dylan Mulvaney, and um, a good character actor, by the way. I did, okay, so uh, just we haven't talked about this all week long. Um, I keep putting off the Jane Fonda thing. We'll get to Jane Fonda later on. But speaking of actors, actresses that do dumb, sta- dumb things, did e- anybody in the room, did y'all watch the Oscars at all? Anything? You did. So um, I, I normally, a day or two later, I remember that the Oscars happened, and I'll go and I'll see who won. Like, I'll do the thing. Um, I'm happy to see Brendan, Brendan Fraser won his deal. After I mean, it's cool after a long comeback in your career that, um, you know, you, you got a big award. And then short round, he won uh, for his um, – supporting actor deal short round of course from indiana jones and what's what's that movie anywhere and ever all at once everything everywhere all at once everything everywhere all at once okay uh haven't seen it won't see it probably i don't i don't sit down and watch movies um not a lot i want to see that jesus revolution movie yeah. uh, have you seen it yeah. yeah i like kelsey Grammer. i think that dude's solid I've liked him for a long, long time, and uh, I want to see the Jesus Revolution. I think it's astounding what that place is, what that movie is pulling in at the box office. I mean, just blowing it out of the water in terms of setting some uh, box office, just blowing the expectations out of the water. What it's doing, I think people are really crying out for something with some values and a real message. You know, uh, I'm excited. That on April 14th, my buddy, my pal, I say that because he's about to be extremely successful and I think uber rich, uh, Steve Dace. Steve Dace's movie Nefarious is premiering at box offices nationwide, theaters nationwide. Uh, I'm going to the premiere. We're going to a red carpet premiere here in Dallas. I think April 4th, something like that. Steve texted me. I, I said, put me in, baby. I'm going. It's a Tuesday night. I got nothing else to do. And so I'm excited. If you get the opportunity, I saw the screening of that when they were making the final decisions on it. Uh, wow, dude, what a powerful movie Nefarious is. And I think it's going to I think it's going to be something that just makes people's jaw drop. So congratulations to Steve Dace on on that. And I'm excited. I, I love movies. I am a cinema buff. I try to find the meaning in a lot of things and, you know, try to take the ideas in the movie and find lessons in them. And that, that's why I just kind of quit because now they just started putting stuff out that they don't even care if it's a film anymore. It's, they, they just go straight to Netflix or straight to, you know, streaming. They don't even matter anymore. So anyway, um, I think I'm calling for a ban on assault weapons in movies. That's what I want to do, because I think movies should mirror real life. So I don't understand why Joe Biden has been calling for these assault weapon bans, quote, always people. I hear you guys in the live chat saying, stop doing the air quotes. Well, I I have to use their language and you have to understand. I have to tell you guys, I have to qualify it, that I know that their language is BS. So when they say assault weapons, that's their words, not mine. Uh. 
you know, Joe Biden's calling for an assault weapons ban. Nobody can define what an assault weapon is, but yet here we are. Um, they're just not going to let up on this stuff. Uh, I wish that I could go back in time and talk to our founding fathers. And when they were framing the Bill of Rights, I wish that I could look at them as they were drawing up the Second Amendment and just really say to them, I want you to write this as though a third grader needed to understand it. When you say shall not be infringed, I mean, I mean, just poosh. But here we have Hollywood, who has made billions upon billions upon billions of dollars shooting people up, action films, you know, guns, guns, guns. Video games have done the same thing. And we've glorified this from the music industry. Uh, you know, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die, Johnny Cash, you know, to the, to the rap music industry. We've glorified this stuff to the point where it's part of our culture. We know that. And uh, violence has been put in our face over and over again. But, folks, I don't know about you guys. I want to be able to protect myself. I want to be able to protect my home. I, I want to make sure that I'm taken care of. And if somebody breaks in my house, I want to know that I can reach. I want to have options, okay? I don't have any hand grenades or anything like that, but I do have some smoke grenades. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, absolutely. You break into my house. Let me tell you something. You're walking into a a fun house of horrors. Uh, and I don't have any of that, but I got some stuff that'll scare you. And so I wish I had some flashbangs. How badass would that be? Uh, I, I would love to clear a room like that, but... I'll tell you like my buddy Travis Wilson told me, and he said it actually on this show. You know, he's a former Green Beret. He's a badass, and, and I asked him about this stuff, and he's like, look, I'm not a gun guy. Like, I'm not a big shooter. He goes, but I, I know the uh, tactical layout of my home and what would happen. And, like, if I reach for a gun, I have a six-shooter revolver. No. I have those. I have those, but that's not what I'm going for. Like, I keep one of those on top of the toilet in my, in my master bath. There's one, there's one on top of the cabinet above the toilet. You know, but I have, um, you know, I have some stuff that can spit out a lot of metal in, in a very short period of time. And so I don't know if somebody's breaking into my house or like six people are breaking into my house. So I want to know that I can absolutely just mow it all down. Um, I want them to be finding bullets in the walls of the neighbor's house. Like, I, I want it going through everything. Uh, I want to eliminate the first floor if somebody's coming in my house. That's that's how I feel about it. Did you see? <laughs> I can't tell that joke. Um, I, I, there, <laughs> nah, there, I was about to go somewhere and launch into a story, but I can't tell it. The... Um, <laughs> no, I will tell it. I will tell it. Yeah. Did you see, have y'all seen the cartoon meme where, where the guy calls the police and he's like, somebody's called, it's a black car, oh. black guy, and he's calls the police yeah. and he's like, okay, they're like, we see that you're like in a black neighborhood, you know, and somebody's breaking into my house. They're like, he goes, no, no, I'm white. I'm white. And they're like, okay, who's the king of R&B? And he's like, Justin Bieber, you know, <laughs> and they're quizzing him. And then they say, okay, pronounce the word ask. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the silence and he goes uh, 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 
axe and then click the dial tone bro whoever did that that's comedy funny that's genius right there i mean that is i I love it because it's perfectly offensive uh perfectly offensive but no i uh joe biden here's what he had to say about banning assault weapons right now play the clip and i'm determined once again to ban assault weapons in high capacity magazines Wow! I led that fight in, to ban them in 1994. Didn't work. The 10 years that law was in place, mass shootings went down. Our Republican friends let it expire when it, 10 yeah. years later. And mass shootings tripled since then, tripled. Mm. So let's finish the job. Ban assault weapons. Ban them again. Do it now. Enough. Do something. Do something big. Now, here, here's the thing. They don't uh, fix this prompter, by the way. They, they don't care about your life. They don't, they don't care about human life. Now, what they care about is this idea that, um, that you, they, they, the violence of you dying with... Uh, with a gunshot, right? That's what they care about. They don't want people getting, you know, dying from gunshot wounds. Isn't that it? Um, No, that's actually not it at all. That's not it at all. They don't care if you live or die. They want to make sure that you're not capable of fighting back so that you make them die if they become tyrannical. That's the whole deal. They do not want you armed so that you can defend yourself. If you think that this is about protecting, quote, innocent human life, you're wrong. You got another thing coming. They don't care about that. If they did, they'd ban trans fats. They, they would refine sugars. Um, all of the garbage that we're putting in our bodies, we're an obese nation. Do you think, I mean, I think they did a deal where they said, okay, in the last several years, I think we're losing like 74 people a year to mass shootings. If you do the math, think about how many people are dying from just the pharmaceutical industry, medical malpractice. Think about all the things that we're doing to ourselves. Think, think about the way we handle life in general. People are dying from a lot of different things, but you never hear the president of the United States get up and says, you know what we're going to do? I banned McDonald's in 94 and heart attacks declined. And then the Republicans, they let it expire and our heart attacks tripled. You don't ever hear anything like that because, again, they don't care if you live or die. What they care about is your ability to make them die in a situation where the tyranny gets out of hand. That's what they're worried about. They know that they can only push you so far and lord over you in a police state and declare martial law. As long as you're unarmed, disarmed, they know they can get away with a whole lot of things. Right now, believe it or not, there are still some checks in place and they're scared of that. All right, uh, back this thing up. Let me read it. Is that at the top of it? Uh, Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Look and feel your best in time for warmer weather with calorie-smart meals around 550 calories or less. And if you're too busy to cook, with Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. 
Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Just simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. They're ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head over to factormeals.com slash chad50. Then you can use promo code chad50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code CHAD50 when you go over to factormeals.com slash CHAD50. I want you to get 50% off your first box. We'll be right back. Man, I, I stayed. I have a little home away from home when I'm here. I'll shut up. I'm doing television. I'm, I'm searching social media as well while y'all over there talking. Uh, kids. The, uh, my little home away from home, my hotel is about a, a, a mile and a half from here. <laughs> no. No, I tend to stay over at the Texican court. Have you ever been over there? No. Oh, yeah. Bro. Bro. Next level. It's so good, dude. That place, they built, the, they built that hotel to look like an old motel. Your door's open to the outside, but you it's a courtyard with fire pits, and uh, it's just everything's vintage. It's awesome. So anyway, you got a big one of those old big refrigerators that you can uh, you know climb in in case of a nuclear war. So thank you for saying that because yeah. yesterday you posted on your Instagram story a fire pit, right? Yeah, that's and what I was. I was. Like, Did he drive to Houston for a fire pit? And no. then I was thinking, I was like, Did he go to Sarah? Does have a fire pit? No. You and know, I was like, Sarah- the only person that's a fire pit is Kayla. And I'm like, there's no way Chad is hanging out with Kayla at her <laughs> fire pit. So I was trying I w- to figure out where were you yesterday. I would. If Kayla would invite me, I would. Come on, right? um, <laughs> the, uh, I, I, like, I like stuff like that. So anyway, the Texican court. Sarah, Sarah always gets mad at me for like telling people where I am, like my location. I'm like, Sarah, I have a public schedule. Like, I, I, I literally, you can go to my website, you see where I'm going to be. Um, it is uh, chadpratherlive.com, and, um, as well as chadpads.com. And speaking of that, I will be in Hanks in McKinney, Texas next week. The Satanists, I don't know if we really went into this. So th- there's some people who think they're Satanists okay. up in Collin County, Texas. And yeah, so here's, here's so... True Satanists, these people, they said, boycott Hanks, protest my show, and and don't go to my show, which immediately sold it all out. Yeah, sold it all out, which we still have general admission. So if you come to that show, you'll have to stand up because it's a music show. And it's me and bringing the ragamuffins. And so it'd be a lot of folks. Starts like 9 o'clock at night on a Friday night. It's the 24th. So... uh, True Satanists would not ask you to boycott anything because that, that's just not, that's not the way Satanists do things. So, but I'm trying to think if I could find a protesting Satanist for every show I do and everywhere I go, I think it'd be fantastic. And if anybody knows, by the way, if anybody knows the, the folks that own and run the Texican court over in Las Colinas, hook me up with them because I, like I stay over there so much. I think I should get a deal. Like the fact that we talk now, they don't need my help in advertising, but I think we could have a party over there every Monday and Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we need. I, th- I think we need a hookup. That's my home away from home. But uh, then Midland, Texas, back uh, Midland, Odessa, down to the Permian basis over there in West Texas. We're going to be back at the Wagner Noel on the thirty-first of March, and then 
you know, off to the races. Fort Smith, Arkansas, all over the place. Even got Leeds, South Dakota later on this year. Kansas City, all kind of places. But uh, having fun, having fun. And uh, the reason I don't worry about where people knowing where I am is because I'm armed. <laughs> the, be- the beauty of the Second Amendment, um, I'm armed. And I'm not worried about you. Like, I don't walk in fear. I don't, I don't do that. I, um, you know, I, I worry more about somebody taking the trailer off the back of my truck than you do trying to harm me. Which, by the way, if you take the trailer off the back of my truck and steal that, you're in for a real nightmare. Uh, <laughs> because uh, I, I'll go all Liam Neeson on you, you know. I do not have a lot of money. But what I do have is a particular set of skills. I will find you and I will kill you. Um, So, uh, but Joe Biden, and by the way, while I'm driving around in my truck, uh, I'm thankful that I could still drive my diesel truck for at least another 10 years. That's about how long we've got with fossil fuels. That's what Joe Biden said. He said, we're going to need those fossil fuels for at least another 10 years. Um, In fact, play the clip, please. There we go. What would you say to those young people who want you to continue to be their champion, but might not think that you're going far enough or fast enough on climate? Well, first of all, we're going faster than anyone's ever gone. We're going to need fossil fuels for at least the next 10 years. It's not like tomorrow we can turn it all off, number one. And so we're going to need fossil fuel. But we have to do is we have to, I have... I've said no more drilling off our ocean. I mean, the whole range. But there still has to be, there has to be the ability to generate some energy. But we can get rid of coal much more rapidly. And, um, and by the way, for example, I was up in um, uh, Massachusetts, one of the largest coal-producing electric facilities in the nation. Well, guess what? We hooked it up to wind technology. And so now and it's cheaper we can do solar, we can do wind cheaper than we can do fossil fuels. Okay. I, I two questions. First of all, why, why is Kumar interviewing the president? Yes. What, wasn't he in the Biden, or not the, the Biden, the Obama administration? I, I don't, I'm pretty dude. sure he was like a speechwriter for him. Oh, you, you, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, but it's like, wow, dude. I mean, like, I, wow. So... <laughs> First of all, they're not going to get rid of fossil fuels. It's not going to happen. That is a lie. There's just That's as big a lie as Joe saying that in 1960-something, he saw two dudes on the street kissing each other wearing suits. Um, American society could barely handle interracial couples, much less gay dudes kissing on Main Street. So I don't, I don't know what drugs he was on when he came up with that. So... Uh, that was a lie, and so is the fossil fuels things. And by the way, in 10 years, if Joe Biden's still alive, he won't be. But uh, if he's still alive, I mean, he's, somebody's got to keep making the petroleum-based crayons for him to draw with, you know? Uh, so it's going to happen. And, uh, like, if you just look at that video clip and you think about not only the, what you could see through the camera, but behind the scenes, how many petroleum products, how many fossil fuels went into making that interview even happen. I guarantee you they did not drive that camera equipment there from New York or wherever the production company came from in an electric vehicle. They didn't do it. So all of that is hogwash. And I promise you when Joe Biden got done with that, he went out in any, you know, 
the next day, jumped on Air Force One. Air Force One is not an electric vehicle, still requires fossil fuels, um, not even trying. I mean, if he believed in that, why doesn't he have just an electric motorcade to take him wherever he wants to go? Why do these celebrities go to, you know, Davos and go all over the world for these climate summits and they're still in their private jets? It's a bunch of nonsense. Bunch of nonsense. So, um, it look, I don't know what's going to kill us faster. I don't know if it's going to be the guns. I don't know if it's going to be the fossil fuels. I don't know if it's going to be the degree and a half that the climate's going to change. But Joe had this to say about wiping out humanity. Uh, play the clip. If we don't keep the temperature from going above 1.5 degrees Celsius raised, then we're in real trouble. That whole generation is damned. I, I mean, it's not hyperbole. Uh -huh. Really, truly in trouble. Hey, it's not hyperbole. I'm not exaggerating. No, no, it's not hyperbole. It's no joke. I mean, it's not hyperbole. I mean, I'm serious, man. Listen, Jack. Uh, one and a half, one and a half degrees. I mean, a whole generation is damned. I mean, that's not hyperbole. I mean, absolutely screwed. Now, if you listen to the climate scientists, there's my air quotes again, Gerald. There they are. Gerald Krennic loves to call me out on my air quotes. There they are. Uh, that was the big problem, is they have said over and over again that from 1919 until the present age, so the last century, Fahrenheit has increased by one degree. You know, the, the temperature has increased. I don't think scientists in 1919 had a stranglehold on Fahrenheit or Celsius. I just don't think they did. Uh, about as good as they did on brain surgery, Right. So we're damned if we don't do something about this. And uh, basically, you could summarize that entire presidential interview as he's lying. He is, as we said yesterday, a little kid that you handed a script to. It, it really is, dude. They said, here, read this script. This is what we want you to do. And, uh, you know, we want you to act this out the best you can. You said something a second ago, Chris, when he was giving that speech about banning the assault, where he says he's running out of momentum. He gets the applause, and then he doesn't really know where to go with that. You know, most motivational speakers that really want to inspire you, uh, they get you to a point, and then you're like, wow, I feel that. I'm excited about what he just said. And then it's like, we're not done. But wait, there's more. When we're taking, when I want you to buy the ShamWow, I want you to buy two ShamWows and get one for free. When I'm using the slap chop and I say, look at my nuts, I want you to really feel these balls, these nuts, not balls, nuts. But I want you to, you know, I'm, I'm speaking from my nuts. When I, when I really find that motivation, Joe runs out of energy, runs out of gas because the script isn't written for him. No, no, I'm, no man. No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. <laughs> it's not hyperbole, man. Huh. All right. I have sensitive skin. <laughs> and I'm careful about all products. Then my husband bought me Genucel bags and puffiness with its immediate effects and Genucel deep firming serum. Felt it working immediately. Eyes look amazing. Face feels smooth and diminished. The appearance of wrinkles. So impressed. And thanks to Genucel and my husband, I take Genucel everywhere.
end quote. That's Sherry from Omaha, Nebraska, celebrating her transformative results. And it's not just Sherry. Genucel has sold over a million products to men and women across this great country. Say goodbye to fine lines, wrinkles, and even those annoying under-eye bags and puffiness from years of endless Zoom calls. And look, 5, 10, even 15 years younger and just in time for the warmer weather. Best of all, guaranteed results in as little as 12 hours. And they'll give you your money back. Go to GenuCell.com to see for yourself with 70% of their off their most popular package, including the classic under-eye bags and puffiness treatment, free shipping, and luxury beauty box containing two free gifts with every subscription. Go to GenuCell.com slash watch Chad. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash watch Chad. We'll be right back. want to do it but you know i'm contractually obligated here at the blaze to uh tell you the dumb things that celebrities say (laughs) and with, with an icon like jane fonda folks um if there was a pair if ever there was a parasitic organism living on the surface of the tiny dab of dog shit smeared on the side of a piece of chewed up gum stuck to the bottom of the shoe of American political entertainment. It surely that great repository of postmenopausal pre-dentured gum flapping known as the view. How's that? How's that? If you want a nice mix of Kamala Harris's intellect and Joe Biden's age, I want to welcome you to tune in to this warm, moist fart of a show. Whereupon, if you catch it on the right day, you might well have recently come across the singular spectacle of Jane Fonda making the claim that pro-lifers should be murdered so that the pro-choice agenda can be furthered. In the midst of obvious subsequent backlash, Fonda released a statement saying that she had only been joking and engaging in hyperbole. Here we go. Now, as you might imagine, I've got a few thoughts on this. I've been saving them up all week long, and so let's unpack them, shall we? First of all, let's embrace Occam's razor and go with the most simple explanation of all. It really was just a joke. A joke in poor taste, yes, but as a connoisseur of tasteless jokes myself, a part of me wants to reach across the aisle on that one and say, see, not much fun when you make a joke and everybody loses their shit, is it? Then again, We are, after all, talking about a woman who stood on top of tanks and protested the Vietnam War at the reputational expense of our brave guys in uniform, not to mention all the liberal nonsense she's spouted and supported ever since then. So maybe I won't reach across the aisle just this once. But here's the more important thing I want to dissect. Uh, Whether or not she really meant it, the simple fact of the matter is that the left genuinely does feel that way in large part about pro-lifers such as ourselves. And here's the disingenuous part, because there's always a disingenuous part, don't you know? The left has repeated the lie that pro-life people are out to squash women's bodily autonomy so many times that they believe it themselves when nothing could be further from the truth. I don't give two craps about what you want to do with your body. You want to get fake boobs and have the doctors put them on your shoulders instead? Go for it. Knock yourself out. You want to get a tramp stamp that's the face of Bill Cosby? Listen, not my first choice but god bless you god love you you want to grow your pubes out to the point that you can do them up in cornrows i mean i'll take a look i'll look at them i'll see what's up but as we all know it's when what you do to your body affects in this case in this case kills another life uh that we are pro that we pro-life folk start to have a problem and it's disingenuous because this should be obvious to literally anyone of the pro-choice persuasion 
All our rhetoric centers around the life of the unborn, not around how we can recapture American women and turn them back into the slavery they supposedly used to be in. We want to put women back in the kitchen, barefoot and pregnant, take away the right to vote and the right to drive. <laughs> oh, and sure. Oh, no, Jane, don't worry, Jane. It was just a joke. Uh, and sure, some of us feel like doing that some of the time, but we're, we're mostly joking. Uh, mostly. Look, if we really were trying to do what the left thinks, or at least claims we're trying to do, the suggestion that the best way to deal with us is to snuff us out might not be the worst idea in the world. But that's just not the case. And deep down, they know it. So as far as Jane Fonda goes, I say this. Stop ruining your father's memory for me by reminding me that he raised you. That guy could act his ass off, actually, and that's what I want to remember him for, damn it. Um, God bless you, Jane. You purple hair bitch. Uh, 85 years old and not a wrinkle on that face. Does that bother me? I mean, she's done all things. She's done all kinds of things to her body. I mean, there she's, I mean. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ah, that's what they want, though. Saying the quiet parts out loud these days. Uh, Joe said it the other day, though. He had an epiphany when it came to gay marriage and uh, they just love each other joe they just love each other fine i have no problem with that love who you want to love no problem the only difference is joe lied about it i told you this you don't believe me we didn't play this yesterday we talked about it we didn't play it play a little flashback for me president used his radio address uh, yesterday and tomorrow in the rose garden to talk about a constitutional amendment to ban gay marriage you know, think about this. The world's going to Hades in a handbasket. We are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh, avian flu. We don't have enough vaccines. We don't have enough police officers. And we're going to debate the next three weeks, I'm told, gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law. The Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? Hmm. I guess that epiphany didn't stick. <laughs> Uh, he had an epiphany when I was 16, 17 years old. You know, my dad saw him going into the building there, kissing a man. I was like, hey. Uh, well, I guess, I guess you, again, it's whoever the puppet master is that put their arm up Joe's ass and said, this is what we want you to say. He is the kid with the script. And it really is sad to watch. It, it really is when you see these men and women who have been in office for so long that they don't care about transgenderism. They don't care about LGBTQ plus 2A whatever rights. They don't care about unborn babies. They don't care about women's rights. They don't care if you live or die. They don't care about assault weapons unless it could potentially affect them. They don't care about fossil fuels. They don't care about the, the temperature going up a degree and a half by Celsius. As long as they can scare you into voting for them and keeping them in power so that they can go on Face the Nation and 
you know, Good Morning America or whatever the hell, 60 Minutes, all these shows, like a little talking head. And Nancy Pelosi is going to say, I want Joe to run again. I want Joe. Of course, he's younger than me. I mean, that's something. <laughs> they don't care who's in the office. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they've all got power. They've all got power. And uh, they'll do and say whatever they got to do uh, in order to keep it. So there you go. Oh, and they don't have to worry about anything because they got the mainstream media and they got the puppets like those little bitches on The View. And uh, you know what I want to see? Here's what I want to see on The View. You know how you know how Drew Barrymore got down on the floor with uh, Dylan and they just hugged it out and had a little girl time. And oh, my God. I mean, you've been doing it so much longer than me. <laughs> I mean, how do you deal with the haters? Oh, I want to see Whoopi's fat ass get on the floor. I, I want to see that happen. I want to see Joy get on the floor. I want them to get on the floor. Get their fat asses on the floor and let them wallow around with some pillow talk. Let's get... <laughs> I want to see if they can even get up. No. No. <laughs> Trust me, they've all been on their knees. I mean, they defended Harvey Weinstein for how many years? All of them? Trust me, bro. Every one of them have done what they had to do to get to the top. And now they're drinking the adrenochrome to keep the power. Making it happen. Yeah. All right. Ah, Patriot Mobile, Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that take in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars while trashing the country that made their success possible. Till recently, we had to take it, but companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three of the major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they, they offer a coverage guarantee. So if you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carry carriers all this because that's the biggest pushback i get is how's the coverage well how good is the coverage with at&t or verizon or sprint it's it's, it's all going to be the same because you're going to be able to use whichever carrier you want and your money goes to patriot mobile they just use the servers so um you're going to have the knowledge of knowing that you're supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our military, our first responder heroes, and their 100% U.S.-based customer service team is going to make switching easy. If you'll go to patriotmobile.com slash chad or just give them a call at 878-PATRIOT and talk to a real American on the phone. You can get free activation today when you use offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad. Stand together, folks. Support companies that share your values. Patriotmobile.com slash chad or call them 878-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. You got to beat their ass. You got to spank their butt. Don't let those kids grow on up to be junkies, punks or sluts. Beat their ass. Whip their tail. Time out, it's for losers. Keep your kids out of jail and beat their ass. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, welcome back. This is uh, the Chad Prather Show, Folk Music Hour. And... Uh, <laughs> that'd be fun right 
All right. Uh, the View, speaking of The View, they had this to say. You know, Kamala Harris, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but she has puns on water. She has puns on water. Water just goes. I, I, I mean, it's water. I have puns on water. Um, the, 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 the sisters of The View had this to say about Kamala Harris. Play it. You know what they're doing? They're playing right into the hands of Fox News. Yeah. Yeah. Fox okay. News every single day goes after Kamala Harris, trying to portray her as inept and some kind of bumbling fool. She's not. That's she not who she is. And so Democrats have got to come out and reinforce Kamala. They've got to stop playing into the hands of these people who cannot stand that she is the first woman, the first woman of color vice president and don't want her but, to succeed. And by the way, her, her husband is great, too. Well, all these, all these first women of color sure do have white husbands, man. I tell you, uh, I would love to be on The View. They almost had me on The View years ago, back when I was somebody. What were you going to talk about? They were, they were this close. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even remember now, but they wanted to have me on The View. <laughs> this was years ago, and uh, God, I wanted it to happen. They vetoed that real quick. I have... You know, I have people who, you know, they're like, oh, you, your best stuff is when you're sitting in the truck talking. Well, I mean, Venmo me at Chad Prather 22, and I'll sit on the, sit in the truck all day long. Um, I have a job. And so I go do that. People, we want you in the truck. Well, like, that doesn't pay so well. So um, they were like, well, then you got into politics and that got to be. No, no, no. I, I think it was I got into culture, folks. It's always been about culture. Uh, you know, politics flows downstream from culture, so that's a natural declination. But uh, when you look at somebody like, I want to be on The View in a situation like that, and I want to say, okay, she's a woman of color. What color is she? Because she's been all the colors. And, and again, the offensive thing, or at least offensive by your standards, uh, the world's standards, is um, you're not supposed to appropriate genders you're not supposed to appropriate races i guess gender is okay these days i don't know you can be whatever you want to be but you can't appropriate a race but she's been all the colors right so she is south asian and jamaican descent uh her father was a major or his bloodline his genealogy they were major slaveholders in jamaica we haven't asked her to repent of that uh, but what color is she? And it's just like Joe. Joe has been, he wanted to be Polish. He's been Jewish. He's been black. He's been, uh, what was the other, Puerto Rican. All the different things. He grew up in those communities. And then, of course, he's Lunch Pale Joe. He's Scranton Joe. He's Hard Scrabble Joe. Uh, he, he, they're everything. It's, so at what point in time do we say, okay, um, like the water just going everywhere. When is, when are y'all's identities going to stop going everywhere? Because I, you know, again, this goes back to Fox News. Uh, no, it goes back to Kamala Harris. It, it's it's it goes because she's the one who says this dumb shit, man. It goes back to her. Like the problem is her. It, it it's funny. The water always flows back to her. It always finds its way back to her. She is the cesspool in which all of the ignorance drains. And again, Kamala Harris would not be who she is or where she is if it weren't for affirmative action. If if they hadn't bumped somebody else who deserved a position to go into law school, there would be no Kamala Harris. She did not get there on her merits. She didn't even get this job on her merits. 
Joe Biden said it's going to be a female and a person of color, period. No other merits, nothing else. Same as Corinne Jean-Pierre. She got her job because she's black. She comes from immigrants and she's gay. All right. Whoopie doo. She's she's a dumbass too. Stop with this stuff. Why? Listen, let's start letting people stand on their own merits. Stand, rise, fall on your own merits. Okay. When you screw up, you're putting your foot in your mouth. You can come back and say, you know what? I probably should have said that different. This was dumb. Let's move on from that. If you do something that's unpardonable and irreparable, then boom, you fired. You're off the scene. Boom. You can't go. You're Sam Brenton. You got hired because you wear lipstick. You shave your head bald. You got a mustache and you steal people's clothes. They didn't know that about stealing clothes. But apparently once they found that out, they're like, bro, obviously you have a little weird klepto addiction. You, you love kleptomania and fashion. You put those two together at the airport, and you got a problem, all right? And they fired him, and boom, he's gone. He probably won't face any consequences, but boom, he's gone. Jussie Smollett is another one. Jussie Smollett tried to capitalize off of being a gay black man who was not recognized enough on his, you know, little place on that show and he wanted to be known as this activist who had been attacked and now you got the nigerian brothers who are coming out in their little documentary saying oh no 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 we were waiting right here at 2 a.m this is totally they actually described jesse as a super villain (laughs) they said he was diabolical man and like they're coming out and they're probably pieces of shit too for even trying this thing because now they're trying to capitalize off of it and i'm like could we stop with this whole this color of my skin thing and let's you work hard you have an ethic um you say the things that you know if you don't know you say a very honest i don't know and then you go try to learn and then you come back instead of saying you know what in 10 years 10 years no fossil fuels and if we increases the temperature by one and a half degrees celsius well that generation is they're damned no hyperbole no hyperbole uh let's stop with the garbage because i don't know if you guys realize it or not but i'm listening to the experts and i'm sitting here going um we're about to go to war with russia because vladimir putin has to save face in this administration, they're not going to give him the opportunity to do that. He has to some kind of, some, in some kind of way save face or else. And we got morons running this deal. So, hey, who feels good? Let's have Chad Prather Folk Music Hour. Woohoo! All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. So, you know, water policy can go in all these different, it it flows in different directions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have puns on water. (laughs) Oh, I have puns on water. She had a third nipple. It was something to see. Yeah. (laughs) It was right in the middle. Staring back at me. All right. Uh, ChadPratherLive.com. Come and find me out on the road. Come on, let's have a party in McKinney. Let's show them Satanists what's up. What's up, Satan? Oh. <laughs> what's up, Satan? Uh, Hank's in McKinney's where it's going to be, and then uh, Midland, Texas, 
on the 31st. Fill it up, Wagner Noel. Uh, got a lot of seats to fill in that sucker. Subscribe, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Save on an annual subscription. Don't miss my conversation this week with my brother John Doyle. It's a good one, and you're going to learn something from it. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you. God bless you. Bye. Bye.